in here on a Wednesday hump day, moving through the month of May. Hottest show on the streets, number one form for your Bama. Football news in my own words, George truly Stephen M. Smith, touchdown. Alabama Magazine, happy to have you guys in here wherever you are and however you may be checking out the show on today. We're bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming this to you on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button, smash subscribe right now. Drop that thumbs up, give us, give us that like button, make this your show your network platform channel and space to talk bama turn all of those notifications on hit that little bell so that way you miss nothing i said you miss nothing when it comes to your crimson tide we also got you covered on facebook and twitter as well streaming to you the show we're gonna get one today a little bit later on we'll be joined by my man coach t swift who's the founder of winning edge offensive line defensive line training out of Birmingham. He's been getting some work done with T.M. Keenan third, a defensive lineman here in the Birmingham area, uh, coming into his red shirt freshman year for the Crimson Tide. He's also working with outside linebacker Quandarius Robinson. So it's going to be fun to talk with Coach T. Swift. And we want to hear from you, the passionate fans of Crimson Tide football. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. Number to call in to let your voice be heard, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you. That daily Super Chat goal, which is $75, has already been met by Jimmy the Cash Man. Put it in the bag, Clay, with that $75 donation. And right behind Jimmy, Nona Davis comes in here with a $10 donation. Appreciate the love there from Jimmy Clay and Nona Davis starting us off here on the show. And guys, shout out my man John Ivory in the production studio doing his thing. But without further ado, jumping to the first topic here of conversation. And uh, Coach Saban on the golf course today at the Greystone uh, uh, Country Club, you know, golf course. And uh, for the region's pro-am tournament going on. And uh, not just Coach Saban was out there, but Alabama men's basketball head coach Nate Oates was out there along with other names, but what's crazy was several reporters gathered around Coach Saban to ask about one question. Coach was tampering involved in Alabama getting Louisville wide receiver Tyler Harrell when he got into the portal or even before he entered the portal. And the word tampering has become the new buzzword all around social media in terms of college football when you discuss name, image, likeness deals and the transfer portal. People like to use the word tampering. Well, he tampered to get that player. Well, he did something unauthorized or he did something that created, you know, some friction or he interfered. You know, he didn't go about this the honest way by the bugs, by the rules and regs, by the law that is the NCAA. And, um, of course, there was an article that came out by the, Louisville, by the Louisville Courier, which is part of the USA Today network, where it spoke on the Cardinals head coach, Scott Satterfield. He said he's suggesting that tampering happened with Tyler Harrell and Alabama getting Harrell either in the portal or prior to him getting in the portal, just tampering going on in the mindset of 
where Coach Satterfield is concerned uh, with Alabama getting Harold. And uh, Coach Saban, meeting with reporters, denies this strongly because he's like, look, we, we haven't tampered with anybody. We didn't tamper with nobody. We don't tamper with anybody. I don't know who may have tampered with the young man, but we, we don't tamper with anybody. Now, Saban did mention when stuff happens like this, it causes you to wonder. It causes you to be concerned. And he's not throwing out any type of accusations out there, but he is saying that Alabama, him and the Alabama program, did not tamper with uh, Tyler Harrell, uh, having him to the Crimson Tide out of that transfer portal once he decided to enter the portal from Louisville. So Harrell entered the portal last month on April 12th. He put his name in there. And then after he put his name in there, you guys remember uh, the A-Day game, the, uh, the 16th, that Saturday in April. He came to Tuscaloosa. He had the visit. He enjoyed himself. The fans, you guys, showed him a great time. And right after the visit, the following Friday, he commits to Alabama via, via social media, via his Instagram, his Twitter. You know, he commits to the Crimson Tide. And, um, and I guess once he made that commitment, here comes Coach Satterfield going, I, I think Tampering was involved there. I think Bama did something unlawful. I think Bama did something not honest. I think Bama, you know, did something that was not by the books. And uh, we all know with Coach Saban, he's going to do it by the books. He's a stickler for doing things honestly. He's a stickler for doing things uh, legally, uh, logistically. That's always how Coach Saban rolls. He's not one to cut corners, even when it comes down to NIL and the transfer portal. He's been very adamant about if we're going to do this, we got to do this right. We can't be making this college football free agency. We can't be having college football pure like the NFL. And he's been very adamant about these statements. And he's been open and honest about these statements. But at the same time, uh, he also knows, hey, if, we're, if, if college football is going to make this, about NIL, if it's going to make this about the transfer portal for the Alabama and Coach Say being the head coach of Alabama, this huge franchise, this huge uh, organization and business here, he is going to do all that he can to put Alabama in the best possible situation to uh, excel in it. And why wouldn't he? With him being the founder and CEO of this major brand here. So uh, no tampering going on on Saban's end. But he just wants to make sure that, you know, everybody in college football, honestly, you know, doing things the right way. And what's interesting here is, you know, since the offseason, Alabama's lost 18 scholarship players to the portal, including five immediately after the loss to Georgia back in January in the college football playoff national championship game. You guys remember after that loss and Drew Sanders hit the portal, Jaleel Billingsley hit the portal. I think it was Drew, Jaleel, Tommy Brown, Paul Tyson, King Wakuda. Those five uh, hit the portal almost immediately. And as fans, we you guys were running around going, what's going on? What's happening? Why are all of these guys in the portal at one time? And that word tampering was not brought up then. So if that word tampering was not brought up then, then uh, I don't understand why. It's being brought up now. But going back to Coach Saban, who has no reason to uh, uh, sow false information out there at all. If he says, hey, we're not tampering, we handled it the right way, we did it the right way, then uh, all we can go off of is, hey, the track record of Coach Saban, he has done nothing to uh, 
uh, make us think or look or feel otherwise about how he is running this program. But I just thought it was interesting how Coach Satterfield of Louisville suggesting, hey, tampering going on. Alabama did not go about this uh, the right way in getting Harrell. But Harrell is a part of the Crimson Tide. He's not on the roster yet. But once you know, he arrives in the summer for summer one classes at some point, he will be updated to the roster. But we take a break here, folks, from the show. Don't touch that down. We are just getting started. Upon our return, we're going to go to the phone lines. We're going to grab your calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your conversations. What do you think about all this tampering stuff happening? We'll talk to you after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them bows up. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small-dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion and... Ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes, making memories from scratch. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. And, folks, we're back into the action here from the break on a Wednesday hump day, number one form for your Crimson Tide football news in my own words, George Truly. Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciate all of you guys checking us out on today. And we're going to go to the phone lines to grab your calls. The call segment is brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. I'm going to call in 205-448-1358. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name. And where are you calling from? Hey, Steven, this is Kyron from Albuquerque. It's K-Y-R-A-N. How you doing? Doing great, Kyron, and yourself? I'm doing pretty good, just driving home from work. So the, I think one thing people aren't realizing in this whole so-called tampering thing, and they have to understand, is that Tyler Harrell is from South Florida. Half of Alabama's roster is from South Florida. All these kids grew up playing with and against each other from probably when they were eight. I'm, I'm 100% certain Tyler Harrell knows a lot of uh, the players on Alabama's roster. He probably talked, they probably talk via social media regularly, given that Tyler Harrell is the caliber receiver that he is. You know, there was probably some communication there, not tampering, but, you know, as, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old 
kids do, they, they talk, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But one thing I think <clears throat> we have to understand and pay attention to, and I, I realized this a long time ago with Coach Sabian, is you have to listen to what he, what, what he is not saying. He is not – he in his statement, he's saying we as an Alabama – did not partake in any tampering. He's very careful with his words. Maybe what was there some communication with uh, Tyler Harrell and anyone associated with Alabama football? Yes. Was that probably a, a coach, head coach, coordinator? Probably not. Uh, maybe a, a, a player or two from South Florida? Probably yes. Is that tampering? Personally, I don't think so, right? I mean, there could there could be some instances where, you know, there may be a gray area, but I believe what what what, what happened there um, was perfectly fine, no tampering. But people got to understand, especially in South Florida, especially in the South in general, all these kids know each other and they talk to each other, right? So similar to what USC, uh, not USC, uh, I guess Bryce Young was uh, was practicing with, with old dude from uh, Pitt as well, right? So I guess they played in California together. Same thing, you know, and I think the staff knows that, and maybe they, maybe, do they use that to their advantage? Maybe, maybe not. But I, I think that's one thing that we all have to realize is that, especially in the South, especially in South Florida, all these kids know each other, and that's how word and communication gets around. What do you think, Steve? Kyron, that, that, that's a good point. That's a very good point because uh, you look at Christian Leary's from South Florida, Tim Smith is from South Florida. Uh, there, there's a ton of guys from that South Florida area I just named. Too. Trey Sanders is from South Florida. There's a lot of them. So I'm pretty sure – a couple of those guys may have had conversations with Tyler Harrell, either either on Twitter, either on Instagram, either on TikTok, or or, or, or some form on social media. Maybe they play Call of Duty together. Who knows? So there's definitely a conversation there. That there, that's a good point. That from Kyron, we take this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Steven, feeling good. Bill from New York. How you doing tonight? Doing good, man. Bill, doing good. Well, I just want to address this real quick with, uh, like, this tampering thing. These kids have brains. You know, people portray Alabama athletes as, like, not these intellectuals, but really, they are. Maybe you could have made a case for that 20, 30 years ago. But these are smart kids, and they know about contracts dating all the way back to Julio Jones and Anybody you want to name that making all this money, we don't need to tamper with the Crimson Tide. Now, if, if you don't mind, I want to go off topic a little bit. I, I want to talk about Arch Manning. I want to say I don't give a, a darn. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't care about Arch Manning. I'm going to make a prediction on your show that Ty Simpson's going to be a better quarterback than him. And I don't even think he'll be the second string. I think Milrow deserves a chance because he's been there. You know what I mean? And he's, you know, he seems to be looking good in practice. You know what I mean? So, like, anybody, oh, Arch Manning, oh, I hope we got, I don't care. I, I just don't care. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you, I'm looking to go to a game this year. And I'm looking to go to the Mississippi State game. It's been a long time since I've seen Alabama in person. You know, last time I did was in the Meadowlands, and they were playing Rutgers. It was great. 
you know, I, I, I just got the tickets. I don't know. And they put me, they put me in the middle of an, an Alabama section, and I knew the players as well as they did. I went over pretty well. Like, they were confused by me and the way I talk and everything. But, like, once again, like, look, that last call was great. Your show was great. You're doing such a great job. I just hope you don't forget about guys like me when you get to the top because you're going to be making millions, Stephen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. My man Bill. Appreciate my man Bill uh, from from New York with that call right there. Now, going back to Bill's point about Arch Manning, it it, it is a – a conversation right now on the recruiting trail. He is one of the top quarterbacks for 2023. But, however, in talking to Justin Smith, lead recruiting analyst for TDA, one the best out here doing this, you know, Justin has told me, I mean, Alabama's involved in trying to get out Manning, but if it doesn't get Manning, it's not a detriment because there's other guys out there that they can target for 2023. And then also just going back to how Ty Simpson played, in the spring uh, normally you want to get a quarterback at least one each class but if if Alabama doesn't get Arch Manning and it ends up with somebody else I still don't see that as a negative I still see that as a detriment but it will be interesting to see how all of this recruitment goes down to the wire here as these guys start their their senior seasons coming up here in the fall but appreciate bill for that call 205-448-1358 number to call in 205-448-1358 we're gonna actually go to a quick topic right here and it's on my man aaron anderson who put on a show uh, throughout spring practice but anderson has graduated from etna car high school in new orleans louisiana he got the cap and gown he got that diploma he recently graduated so now high school is behind him. He is now fully focused on being a college student, a college athlete, a college playmaker. Congratulations to Aaron Anderson getting that diploma, walking across that stage, finishing his high school education down there in New Orleans, and now he is ready to get back. You know, on this campus pretty soon here to show fans why he was such a highly coveted prospect in that 2022 class as a wide receiver. If you're still holding on the call lines, continue to hold through, or you can call back within the next 10 minutes here. We're going to take a break. When we get back, I got my man Coach T. Swift coming on the show from Winning Edge O-line, D-line training out of Birmingham right after this. what we do at the start of the fourth quarter we throw them foes up but now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter get your four finger bling necklace as we own the fourth quarter.com it's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all crimson tide players and fans as we represent the legendary alabama football fourth quarter dominance get your four finger bling necklace right now and we own the fourth quarter.com get yours today and stun on them haters Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 and roll tide. 
We're back rocking and rolling here, folks, from the break on a Wednesday hump day. Hottest show on the streets, talking your Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But right now, we go to the In My Own Words hotline. We pick up a big-time hitter right here in terms of that training work in Alabama State University graduate right here. He's got the winning edge training facility on the grind here in Birmingham, that O-line, D-line training. You want to be a monster, you get your work done right here with the man Coach T. Swift. Coach T, what's going on, brother? Happy to have you. What's good? What's good? Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for, for having me. It's a- Absolutely. We got Coach T. Swift here on the phone lines, founder, CEO of Winning Edge Offensive Line, Defensive Line Training in Birmingham. And, and Coach, you're working with two guys for the Crimson Tide, one of them being uh, T.M. Keenan III, Birmingham native on the defensive line, entering his red shirt freshman year here in the fall. But, you know, what sort of technique, detail things are you training with him on? Are you working with him to make sure that, you know, he is uh, uh, that, that rising productive star in this upcoming season? Yeah, great, man, man. Tim, he's a great kid. So with him, he already got the size and he has the, the strength. So right now we're going to the small details hat placement and quick feet getting off and using those hands being very active, man, and just understanding his assignment and getting to it, not overthinking and just reacting and playing ball and having fun. Got to do all those things. Got to be able to read, react, play ball, enjoy that grind out there, especially playing for Coach Saban in Alabama. And as we're looking at you know the training videos that you, that you have with him, Coach, this season, I mean, what about his game or the improvement of his game, especially in spring practice? What aspect do you, of improvement that you've seen that has you go, okay, this young man is going to have an opportunity to make some plays this year, to get some reps this year? Oh, great. Well, first off, he's worked at it, man. Uh, you know, when Tim came in, um, coaches wanted to lose some weight. So he has definitely done that. Lost over 20 pounds. Uh, come home, we're going to stream fish with Kevin Brown. Uh, getting his strength up and getting that body fat down. So that's the main thing he was done was lose that weight. Because we all know Tim can play ball, but getting lighter on his feet and making him move better and play faster. So that's a great thing he did. Being able to excel in all of those areas, and uh, w- when you think of just that, when you think of just that defensive line position here at Alabama, Coach Saban typically likes to have that rotation three and, and four guys deep, and you know Tim trying to crack into that two deep rotation. But just just for you, what do you think he brings that the fan base needs to keep a sharp eye on, especially as he's in year two now? He's got a full gist of the system, a full grasp on the playbook. What do you think that he really brings that can jump off the page? He's going to bring dominance, man. He's going to claw gaps, get, um, bring some good penetration, get in the backfield and, and make some big plays and, and make the running backs and the quarterbacks fear 96. So he's going to definitely bring that to the table for sure. If you're just tuning into the show, we got the man Coach T. Swift on the phone lines, the owner, CEO, founder of Winning Edge Offensive Line and Defensive Lineman Training out of Birmingham here on the phone line. So, Coach T., not only are you working with Tim Keenan, you've also got Quandarius Robinson, another Birmingham native, and that outside linebacker room is loaded there with guys like Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, uh, names on that on that line, but 
Q. Robinson, when he came in, he was a freakish athlete himself. So what's been that training like with him? Man, Q is one of a kind, man. Like, he's a long kid with some great speed on the edge. Uh, the thing he had to just get up was his weight. And when he came in, he was knocking the 220, 215. So just be able to gain that weight, which he have done, uh, which gave him that confidence to really play ball. Because, you know, in the SEC, it's some big O-line he's going against. But, like I said, he got the confidence and he got a great pass where he's not got to believe in his skill set and just go fast, get the ball, use those hands to make plays. And I think this year, man, we are know who Q Robinson is um, coming in after um, we're earnesting all those guys. He's going to make some plays. When you look, when you look at just his footwork, how, how have you seen Q's footwork improve in terms of that first step, you know, exploding off the snap of the ball, working to that quarterback, working to the running back? How, how has his footwork improved in your mind? Oh, his get off has definitely sped up, man. As soon as that ball is moving just a tad bit, he's getting vertical. So that's something that he definitely has. So if you're a tackle going against him, if you're not getting back quick enough, he's flying right past it. So he got that speed and that quick twitch. It's something to have at the defensive end spot, so he definitely have that. Gonna be, it's going to be fun watching Tim Keenan and Quandarius Robinson continuing to grow and hopefully get some real uh, good opportunities playing time in the fall. We're joined here by Coach T. Swift here of Winning Edge, offensive lineman, defensive lineman training out of Birmingham. My man, appreciate you coming on for sharing with us the technique of the details that you're working with Keenan and Q. Robinson on, man. You take care of yourself, brother. Be good. We'll see you soon. Oh, man, see you soon, man. Thanks for having us, man. And you guys in Birmingham, definitely stop by the city. Extreme Fitness downtown, man. Come pay us a visit. For any athletes, we got uh, trainers for everybody, man. Just come pay us a visit. We, we put work in. Let's get Absolutely. Done. We different. Absolutely. Coach T. Swift there, uh, winning edge, offensive line, defensive line training out of Birmingham, getting these guys set, getting Alabama guys like Tim Keenan III and Quandarius Robinson set to make, to possibly you know, steal some reps, get some playing time in this upcoming season for the Crimson Tide. We take a break right here, folks. We'll touch that down. We return. We go back to you and those phone lines, grabbing your calls, your thoughts, your interactions right after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. 
All right, we're rolling back in here on a Wednesday hump day from the break. Number one form here for your Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciate my man, Coach T. Swift, founder, CEO of uh, Winning Edge. We different. Winning Edge, O-line and D-line training out of Birmingham talking. Tim Kenny III and Quandarius Robinson in that last segment. But before we go to the phone lines to grab your calls, guys, shout out Jamie Wilhelm. So Jamie Wilhelm, I think that's $4.99 in the Super Chats. $4.99 the Super Chats there from Jamie. And Jamie also had a thought on one Jordan Addison, the transfer receiver from Pittsburgh. Addison is as uh, Addison has visited Texas. I know there's quite a few schools on his list that he's trying to check out and make those visits. I'm pretty sure, well, possibly Alabama's on that list. I'm not sure if Alabama's on that list, but possibly the Crimson Tide may be on Addison's list. I know it was reported that he was out there in California working out with Bryce Young. Now, did Bryce share some things with him? Probably, probably not. Remains to be seen, but he was out there with Bryce Young, so that does mean something. Uh, maybe he has a visit schedule. He Maybe he does have a visit schedule. I'm not 100% sure, but we will see how this all boils down. It'd be interesting to, to note if Alabama does end up somehow getting him, then you look at the top three receivers from the transfer portal in Jermaine Burton, Tyler Harrell, and Jordan uh, Jordan Addison. Alabama would have grabbed all three of them. But even if Alabama was to not get Addison, you still have Harrell, you still have Burton, you still have Christian Leary, you still have Aaron Anderson, Trayshawn Holden, Ja'Cory Brooks. You still have a mass of players out there that can catch the football and make plays. But Maybe Addison has a visit scheduled up. I don't know 100%, but hey, we'll see. We'll grab this call here. The call statement brought to you by the Blue Rich Gang, 205-448-1358. 205-448-1358. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feel? And state your name. And where you calling from? Wave the towel in the air like you just don't care. The only thing you don't tamper with is Odd Emily's pound cake. That's the only thing you don't tamper with. Steven, what's going on tonight? How's everything in Birmingham, Alabama? Doing good. Well, everything's doing good, you got. You know, my man, Bo Scarborough over there with the Birmingham Stallions. So looking forward to seeing Bo run. And may try, a couple of, may try to catch a couple of games there, protective life field with, uh, with Bo Scarborough out there in Birmingham. But do, doing good. Wayland, doing good. Well, are we going to call Bryce and Addison tampering? Uh, these kids can't even talk anymore. Uh, they're going to get online and play games together. You know, they're going to talk together. Hey, I'm in Alabama. Look what I got down here. Man, I, I'm at, I'm at, this is a dream of, dream of my life. Look at this place, man. You need to come down here, join up with us, and play football. I mean, you know, I don't know, Steven. I don't think anybody on the coaching staff was tampering I these players are going to talk to their kids, and that's what they need to do. They need to talk to one another and, and, and you know, and, 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 and tell one another what kind of facilities are down there if these kids had not been down there. I don't see – what's wrong with that? Do you see anything wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with it. Myself. I, I mean, right. I mean, right. Well, it would be one thing if it was a head coach, a coordinator, a position coach, but with this being just these athletes – I don't see an issue because we live in a culture now where 
athletes want to team up with each other. I mean, in the NBA, LeBron James wants to team up with a superstar. You know, everybody wants to team up with a superstar. In the NFL, you see that. So in college, I'm pretty sure you're going to see a lot of these guys go, hey, you know, I'm down here in Alabama, great facilities, great coaching, great amenities. You know, you come down here and maybe, you know, we can win something together. So I don't see an issue with it just being these young men talking because social media provides them the way to talk anyway. Exactly, exactly. And they're going to talk, and that's just the way it is. And if they don't like it, well, they'll get over it. And Arch Man, and I don't know. I've heard about all of that. I want to hear. I mean, we, we, there's other there, there's other great quarterbacks in line besides Arch Manning. But anyway, the Blue Ranch game's looking good. Everybody's looking good. Y'all stay safe. Today's Wednesday. Y'all be back on Friday. It's always busy for me during the summer. I've always got something going on in the league, hanging out the window. So y'all jump in and hang on, as Grandma used to say. And y'all be careful, and I'll be back one of these days. And y'all be careful. I'll see y'all later on next week. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate wagging and stopping in here on a Wednesday to the show. I appreciate the president right there. We take this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are you feeling? State your name. And where you calling from? What's going on, Steve? Elijah here from Jersey. How you feeling? Doing good, my man. How are you? Man, I'm hanging in there. <clears throat> I wanted to just uh, get your honest opinion about something. Um, and you know this uh this whole debate about Arch Archie Manning Arch Manning um is he going to come to Texas is he going to Alabama where is he going Steve I, I gotta be honest man I'm not blown away by his highlight film like he he doesn't pop off the chart like to me for me I I think his He's such a, a a big draw because of what his uncles did, man. Like, I, I look at his highlight film, and I, I see a lot of receivers stopping, having to come back and, 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 um, and, and get the ball. He's not hitting a lot of guys, like, in full stride. Like, honestly, it, it don't pop off the chart. I don't think he's a – I know Alabama would probably love to have him, but I don't think he's a, a huge get. Like, you know, uh, he seems like he has decent arm strength. And I know I'm ju- judging a, a junior, but he just don't pop off the charts to me. Like, I don't see a whole lot of balls that he's throwing that, you know, receivers is running underneath them and things. I see a lot of underthrown balls in his highlight, um, highlight film. And like I said, I think he's getting all this publicity. Just take his name, his last name away from him. If he was a, uh, if he was, if he was Arch Thompson, you know, would he be such a, a huge deal? If he wasn't a Manning nephew, I honestly think you know, uh, it's other bigger gets than him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't see what the. The, all this clout is, and maybe he'll blow my mind um, uh, uh, his senior year. Maybe, you know, his new highlight film, his senior year, he, he'll look totally different. But this highlight film, Steve, man, I, I'm not all that impressed by it. Let, let me know how you feel. Do you, how do you feel about it? I mean – I mean, I, 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 I see exactly. I see. I see where you're coming from, and uh, hopefully, you know, his senior year he does pop off because uh, I look at ever since Lane Kiffin came in 2014 and changed the Alabama offense, 
Bama has gone more so to that spread uh, dual threat quarterback look, whether it was Blake Sims, whether it was Jalen Hurts, you know, Tua Tagovailoa, you know, Bryce Young, uh, Jalen Milrow, Ty Sampson. The only outlier in this would be Mac Jones, uh, Jacob, Jacob Coker as well. But even Jacob Coker had more athleticism and mobility than what people give Coker credit for. So uh, this system has become more so spread, more so dual quarterback friendly, and Arch Manning, not a dual threat quarterback. He's a pro-style pocket passer, which nothing wrong with that, not poo-pooing on that. But if that's not what the Alabama system is now, then uh, I don't see how he fits. But maybe he pops off his senior film. We'll see. But just with where Alabama is now with the spread offense and with these dual threat quarterbacks, it just doesn't, it just doesn't suit and an Arch Manning being in Tuscaloosa. But I can see why, you know, when you got when your last name is Manning, a lot of Alabama fans go, you got to get him. His last name is Manning. You know, his, his uncle was Peyton. His uncle was Eli. His grandfather was Archie. You got to get him. That's royalty. You got to get him. But at the same time, if he doesn't fit what you're trying to do, then you can't just make a puzzle piece fit that doesn't fit, but that's just me. Uh, Gotta go, to, go into a quick topic right here. Appreciate that call there from Elijah, also 205-448-1358. Number to call to get your thoughts in, 205-448-1358. This one's gonna go to Bo Scarborough, the former Alabama running back, two-time national champion, 2015 and 2017. He with the Birmingham Stallions of the USFL, Signed on Tuesday. Today was the first practice. He's out there rocking number 25. That Josh Jacobs number from Jacobs' freshman year at Alabama. But uh, Bo's out there. He's out there. He's got the playbook. He's got the system. He's ready to get down the business. And like I mentioned, i got to find myself now at some games, John. Because all of these games until the playoffs, they're being played at Protective Life Field here in Birmingham. So, I got to find myself to a couple of these Birmingham Stallion games and and watch Bo because he, he's literally the first former Bama player on this team. Like, you would think that Birmingham Stallions would have several, you know, former Crimson Tide players, but no, Bo's the first. Bo's the first, and right now, Scarborough's the only one. So, looking forward to seeing what he does here with this new uh, professional football opportunity. But we take our final break here, folks. We'll touch that down. When we get back, we tidy up loose ends by checking out some uh, Bama veteran players or some Bama players that are putting in that work this offseason ahead of summer camp. We'll talk about it after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Look at all these great players in Touchdown Alabama Magazine. 
Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm gonna be on the front cover. But what if Will goes off? Or Joe, DeMarco, Chris, Tim, Christian. Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. We're back into the action here, folks, from the break on a Wednesday hump day. Number one ticket for your Crimson Tide. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I want to appreciate all of you for hitting that subscribe button, giving us that thumbs up, hitting that like button, making this your show, your network platform, channel, and space to talk Crimson Tide. And before we get into the final topic of conversation, i got to remind you of TDAWare.com. That's TDAWare.com. So, for all of your swagger, sauce, drip, clothing, cultural, fashion needs here, check us out right now. TDAWare.com. Do your shopping right there. Link in the description. Get yourself set up with all of your Bama gear, whether it's in the summer workouts, whether it's in fall camp, whether it's during the regular season. Doesn't really matter. Get yourself set up to cheer for your team, the Crimson Tide, by doing your shopping, tdaware.com. Continue to support Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But before summer workouts comes in, will come in, before fall camp starts, we are seeing several Crimson Tide players putting in the off-season work with their respective trainers, with their respective uh, private coaches uh, before Returning on campus for summer classes, summer workouts, seven on sevens, 11 on 11s, fall camp, that type of deal. So you're seeing guys put that work in. And you know, first and foremost, you got Jace McClellan. You know, he back looking dangerous, y'all. Jace, uh, Jace McClellan is with my man, uh, uh, my man uh, Brad Lester, Speed Genius Department, Speed Genius Facility out there in Atlanta. Uh, Jace is putting in that speed work. That agility work, that footwork, he's looking good. He's looking quick. He's looking strong coming off that injury. He suffered last season against Ole Miss. He's going to be ready to go by summer workouts. He's going to be ready to go by fall camp. And I'll say this, he is the 1B to Jameer Gibbs' 1A. These will be your main two backs, you know, out there in the field doing their thing. Now, Trey Sanders will get out there, yes. Rordell Williams will get out there, absolutely. But I think your 1A and your 1B, your Batman and Robin, it's going to be Jameer Gibbs and Jace McClellan as you're watching Jace on screen here getting that work in with Brad Lester, speed genius out of Atlanta. Now you look at Trayshawn Holden. And the thing with Trayshawn is, uh, you know, he's try- he's trying to turn up the season. He's trying to turn up. I think Coach Saban pulling these receivers out of the portal, like Burton and Tyler Harrell, it's it, it, it's it's lighting a little bit of a fire here under Trayshawn Holder because he knows this is year three of me in the program. I got to pop now. This is year three of me in Tuscaloosa, in Alabama, under Holman Wiggins, as my wide receivers coach, I got to pop big now. And, you know, 2021, you know, Holden did some good things. Had a good game against Mississippi State. Three catches for seven the yards, one touchdown. He had some good moments. But he knows, hey, you know, I, I, I got to pop now. I, I got to pop quick. And so Holden is out here. He's running routes. He's cutting. He's 
distributing the weight, you know, coming in and out of the break. He's catching passes. He's trying to turn up a bit more here before summer workouts come in. And then, as we switch to defense here, Malachi Moore is looking like freshman Malachi Moore out there. Working with my man Justin Woodall, all in one training. You know, Woodall's got Malachi body back right. You know, Malachi's been through some injuries. He's bounced. He's now bounced back from them. Uh, got the explosiveness back. You see the cutting. You see the bending, the agility, the footwork, the quickness. It's back there, you know, with Moore working with Justin Woodall. It's going to be fun to watch Malachi be on that field in whatever capacity he's out there in that defensive secondary. would like to see him at free safety, but we'll see what happens. I mean, DeMarco Helms did a decent job at free safety up this past season, though I would like for Nick Saban to take Helms, move him to dime linebacker, and put Malachi at safety so that Brian Branch can stay in nickel. But, hey, we'll see what happens. But Malachi looks great out there. Speaking of Brian Branch, Branch! getting some work done this offseason. He's he's working on more explosiveness, whether that's explosiveness upon the snap of the ball, whether that's more explosiveness in time in his pass breakups, time in interceptions, whether it's explosiveness in time in his big hits or explosiveness in timing if he's sent on a blitz to sack the quarterback. Whatever he's trying to do, he's getting in that more explosive training here in the offseason with his uh, respective uh, private trainer. And, and also you got Kool-Aid McKinstry, who this offseason he's been working with uh, my man Coach Leonard Stevens, Coach L, step-by-step performance trainer in Birmingham. He's doing some light upper body explosive work training. Also McKinstry working with uh, J- uh, Justin Woodall as well on some fine details. So main players, big-time marquee players are putting in that work uh, before the summer comes in for the Crimson Tide because they know we're trying to get back to the college football playoff championship stage and win the Natty this time around. These guys know we're all in on championship. This is the team that can get that championship done. So those guys getting that, putting that work in. But as always, Tide fans, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can check this out. Uh, you can access it by downloading the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. For your audio needs, check us out. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Overcast.fm, TuneIn Radio, or iHeartRadio. Remember, Tide fans, you can purchase individual copies. You can do this of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link, you guessed it, in the description. If you're trying to get the fresh edition, print edition of TDA, the magazine, you go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member or a subscriber today. That link in the description, too. If you're trying to get your hands on the four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry courtesy of our guys at we own the fourth quarter 
thefourthquarter.com. That's we own thefourthquarter.com. That link in the description as well. Gotta shout out my man, Coach T. Swift out of winning edge offensive line, defensive line training out of here in Birmingham. Coming on here to give us a, some updates on Tim Kenny III and Quindarius Robinson, what he's working on with those two guys. Want to shout out you, the outstanding fans of Bama football, all of your support, your appreciation, the likes, the subscribing, the super chats. You do what you do, making this your show, your network, platform, channel, and space to talk Bama. Also, got to shout out my man, Sean Ivory, in the production studio, doing his thing and keeping me in the line to the best that he knows how. But until next time, folks, husbands, love your wives. Wives appreciate, value those husbands, children. You guys continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing to not be bored. Hold on. School is almost out for the summer. Keep those grades good. Be sure to get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. You protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith, and you've been listening to In My Own Words. 